Hello and welcome to the SDC Fit Learning Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name's Ben Scott. I'll be joined by Jason Galea. Thanks for joining us on our way to create 1 million positive outcomes for personal training clients by 2030. The podcast is brought to you by at STC Fit Learning, a page created to upskill and educate PTs and gym nerds. Also brought to you by at STC Fit, and that's a place for all your online and in-person personal training needs. If you enjoyed today's episodes, please give us a share and tag on the Instawebs. You can tag at STC Fit, at STC Fit Learning, at Ben Scott SC, and at Jason Galea PC. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up, Jason? Oh, no, a combination of a lot and not a lot. It's always weird when we've like debrief for half an hour and then we push record it's like we have yeah. to say hello again how are yeah, you yeah <laughs> very yeah but in saying that it's like a lot in terms of like what i've been able to do and transition to this different way of life but not a lot in terms of being able to go places and do things and mm. uh be active and all that because as far as i've gone it's probably the supermarket and walking my dog around the neighborhood so yeah yeah i haven't started my car this week yet yeah we took mine today um mm. just for fun yeah <laughs> went to bunnings to buy yeah. some uh gym tiles for the floor because i'm expanding my home gym I, I, I reckon i'm gonna start charging casual visits once this thing uh is all said and gone yeah why do you need to go back to the gym yeah the setup i've got going on how do you how do you find it i love it i kind of do as well i love it man i can train with no shoes on yeah I can play whatever music i like i can take as long as i want yeah um like even if i just had the stuff i have now which is like you know 177.5 kilos of bumpers yeah. a bar and just the bench in that yeah just make it work <laughs> once that cable system you've got comes it's pretty complete too yeah yeah because i could squat do some cables do some chins yeah uh, i've got it i'm get. i'm i'm hoping i get can get my hands on an adjustable bench yeah uh from a yeah from a family member yeah so then yeah once i get that it's like i'm set man like, i actually think that so um for those that are following my instagram all that stuff's basically borrowed um i own the deadlift bar and everything else is people have been kindly enough to lend to me because i went mental about fucking friday last week i was like oh it's because i haven't trained <laughs> i was like oh the week's like too much for me and i was like i i did a body weight session i was like i feel much better like, oh oh it's because i haven't trained it's a, it's amazing I didn't even realize how much mentally I needed that kind of release. Oh man. I feel like a lot of people are probably in the same boat. Like I get that, you know, what we're experiencing right now is very serious and you know, it, it, it's very concerning and, and all those things. Um, but there's a lot of people that are definitely getting affected from this, like this whole situation, even mentally just being limited with their ability to exercise and stuff and, and just be active. Yeah. Um, so in a roundaboutish way, people are going to, you know, start to feel that or, or even realize that just doing anything yeah. in terms of their activity is, um, is valuable right now just for their yeah. overall health. Yeah. So I think I've got enough to get by until they reopen, like gyms reopen. Um, still got to be creative with accessories and stuff, but at least I can do the big lifts. Yeah. Um, I'm only going to squat when Amy's home. I was going to say, have you squatted yet? <laughs> nah, cause that racks a bit dicey. Um, yeah, I I've, can't I've got like, I'm only squatting, <laughs> I've been doing 120, 130 for pauses. So it's like, yeah. that'll be okay. I benched, yeah. I benched 100 on it yesterday. That was fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll only be, I don't think I'll be doing any heavy triples or anything. How high are the hooks on yours? Because I've got to like stop a couple of reps in reserve just to like place the... Um, yeah, the, so the I have the problem that they're too... The bench setting, like the lowest setting is too high. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I put on my Instagram story yesterday, skyscraper bench. It's like, I feel like my feet are fucking so far away. Um, so it's definitely like I probably lost. Like I can usually probably do 110 for eight and I could only do 100 yesterday. More the unrack. If Amy was home, I could probably um, push it a little bit more. Yeah, you can get the pick up. Yeah, at least it's on yeah. me. But getting yeah. it out, I just didn't have the leg drive to, to yeah. do it. Um, but I yeah, reckon. I think what I'll probably aim to do is when gyms reopen and all this equipment goes out, I reckon that's when I'll get on marketplace and be like, all right, who's oh, selling man. all the shit that you just spent two and a half? You'll be able to get yourself a bargain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even the, um, the rig that I got, which I think was like 580. Yeah. 
I saw one that was like exactly the same, just the cable was in a different spot. It's like 1100 bucks now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. And yeah, like, I, even- I saw exactly that. I saw one exactly the same as yours for like 500 bucks. I was like, sweet. Uh, of course, sold out. Then I saw another one that was 1100 and it was just like slightly more heavy duty. I was like, oh, I don't think I can justify 1100 bucks for that. Mm. Not right now. Like I still have to buy plates and shit. And at that point it was like, I yeah. couldn't find anything. I had this shopping cart made up across two stores. It was like two, I think it was 2200 bucks. And I was like, close the internet. Yeah. Go and get a band. That is an emotional buy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think like this was just the catalyst. Like I've always wanted to have the gym at home. Yeah. So I, I definitely will use all of this stuff. Well, I think um, in the past, in the future, sorry. Now that I've got it, and it's funny that you say that like you love it so much. I've always, probably since you and I trained together, I haven't had a training partner since. Yeah. Only ever trained by myself since then. So like when I was at ASP, like the guys were pretty nice there and I have a chat and stuff, but majority of the time trained by myself. Um, and then moving to Apex being a powerlifting gym, training with Aaron and Anthony and the, and Tyler and the rest of the boys. It's kind of like a bit of a community thing. Like there's, yeah. there's, I used to always like, Oh fuck people spend three hours in the gym. And then I started being that guy. It's like, Oh, oh it's cause you just hang out with your mates and with the mates in between. So I like started to adjust to that. And now that's gone. It's like, Oh, I wish I had almost didn't start there until this was finished. Cause then I'd just be like, Oh, I'm training by myself again. I don't really care. Um, but yeah, it's definitely nice yeah. to just like, I finish work, I take my shoes off, I lay on the foam roller and then I train. I don't have to like pack all my shit, organize food because like it, the cupboard's five steps away if I need carbohydrates <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or that's whatever. Right. Um, I guess um, the other thing is it's valuable as well. It's just like I've just made so much content this week. Just can you've got your own space. It's not yeah. loud. You can put the camera wherever you want. Yeah, you know, I think it's quite valuable. Like, I'm, it's probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Like, it, you know, when the day comes that we have our own place, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which is definitely being moved back. I feel like I cursed. We cursed ourselves last year, and we we're like, well, at least we can say it'll be next year. Yeah, like, did that? Maybe. Did this all start brewing after that? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So some some um, guy in China heard that episode. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm just gonna go and eat fuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold my yeah. beer. <laughs> I saw it. So again, just um, all the memes that are of you know absolute fire at the moment. It's like um, 2020 was supposed to be my year, but then yeah. some guy went and ate a bat. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, yeah. 2020 will uh, be. Do you wanna actually? Something ironic in this, please pause for effect. It's going to be a big build up now. If it's not funny, it's going to be awkward. But I put a post up. Um, where are we? On the 6th of January, one of my quote posts says, what if it's not your year? What if in life in- inevitably throws a heap of obstacles your way? Are your goals predic- predicated by your circumstances? Or are you committed to outcomes via resourcefulness and commitment? Wow. On the 6th of January. How's this dude? What are you, are you a writer for the Simpsons I am or something? Nostradamus. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Because yeah. I was just like, it was that wave of yeah, like, I think, uh, it's going to be that. my year. And I'm like, what if it's fucking not? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> I think it's anyone's year. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Amy, I'm pretty sure Amy put something up in December that was quite similar to that. Yeah. And it was just about, yeah, just, things being a lot harder than they expected. It's like, oh fuck. Yeah. It's Here crazy. <laughs> so it's just, um, yeah, that's random. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm a hundred percent planning on fitting out my bare room once this is all kind of done. Mm. You'll be um, able to pick yourself up like the matter set. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you paid two and a half grand for it. Well, that was when it was in demand. Supply and demand means I'll give you a thousand dollars for it. <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous right now isn't it yeah yeah some of the the um what did we see what was it 200 dollars a week for 150 kilos of plates and a bar like come on yeah come on yeah, it's gotta you've gotta be a little bit reasonable okay i understand you know some places are have to kind of pay the, their leases and all that body corporates whatever mm. but yeah this is kind of taking the piss too yeah that's a lot so, yeah, it's 
tough situation, I think, for everyone right now. Yeah, because what's like 150 kilos worth of plate weight and a bar. Yeah, it's 1,200. 12, 1200. An awesome bar for 450, yeah. 600 bucks. 600, for yeah, yeah, agreed. So five weeks you've paid for the whole thing. Well, that's, yeah, when I was doing the math on a lot of those, I was like, that's that's what, yeah. where I stopped at. But yeah. um, some places are doing some great initiatives too. So um, Yeah, definitely. A lot of them. A lot of them are doing just free, keep your membership open and you can lend some stuff well, in the gym, yeah, which I think that's, is fucking awesome. That's a, yeah, a great, great method, um, great yeah. strategy from both ends. So that's good to hear. It's been super polarizing this whole thing in our industry. It's like, there's a lot of really clear people that have emerged as very good people that have emerged as very community driven and helpful and then a lot of people have been exposed as not that as well. I agree. Um, which is, I think, good for the industry. So in a lot of ways, like there's a lot of good in the gym coaches that maybe aren't producing what you would expect for their at-home workouts and things like that. Um, just the attention to detail and the service and stuff isn't probably there. And then there's some people that are just like, maybe even just starting out and stuff that have just come together with full exercise libraries and programs and like extra initiatives and all this shit. And you're like, fuck, that's awesome. Like people, a lot of people have really lifted up and stepped up their game. Yeah. Well, I guess um, if, if people aren't willing to be, to adapt and they aren't willing to kind of go with kind of, you know, the change of the landscape and the climate. Yeah then there's going to be a lot of people that are going to suffer, you know, and I guess it's up to that person to, you know, deal with that and I guess refocus and, and kind of come out with something, you know, that's that their client basically the needs or, you know, that the potential leads and market needs right now. And you're going to see a lot of people just that aren't able to do that. And then you got to see people that like us that are just going to get on with it and just go, right, well, this is kind of how things are right now. Yeah. And they're going to be like that for, you know, three, six months. So we're going to just kind of take the punches and roll with it. Yeah. I think in, um, perhaps it's just like true Aussie style. It's just like, she'd be right, mate. There's a lot of people that just either, either just kind of put their hand in the sand, head in the sand a little bit, or just didn't realize the gravity of what was coming. They just yeah. weren't prepared. Like a lot Probably of combination stuff. of that, I would um, say. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast this morning that came out like a week before the shutdown um, from a couple of gym owners. And they're just like, oh, I don't really know anything about it. I just I keep doing what I'm doing. And then it's like, fast forward a week and those gyms are closed. Like, fuck. And you just like, feel like you just got blindsided by that. Um, and they run amazing businesses, very, very successful coaches just kind of got yeah blindsided by what was coming yeah i guess it's tough if you're like you're in your own bubble and you know you've got a successful business and i guess at the at the stage that maybe they weren't being affected with it yet and then mm. it was just kind of that last straw that really it's kind of like the fitness industry the bubble just burst once you know all the places closed business but before yeah. that you could have had you know all your member base just super invested in the gym and just keeping it clean yeah, they were just coming in and keeping the social distance at the time. Yeah, so they probably just couldn't forecast that that was potentially yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it was, it was just like, ah, oh, it's only going to be a couple of weeks. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Surprise! Like, oh, it's going to be uh, the school holidays. You know, um, yeah. it's like, yeah, we're definitely not opening back up on the fourteenth no. of this month. It's not happening. No, I've been saying to everyone, just prepare for six months, and then if it's shorter than that, awesome. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. what we can do now so yeah maybe that's the case and who knows man like i think it's quite valuable um the things that like we've if we look back like what what's been most valuable for us is like as much as sometimes we don't want to do them they like those weekly catch-ups and i yeah. guess like that business those business reviews and you know even when we do as a team and then just the three of us yeah like they're super valuable and you know we'll probably place them in either even greater emphasis from this day onward, because if we didn't do those, we wouldn't have forecasted this situation. We wouldn't have prepared for it. And we weren't yeah. able, we would not have been able to go and drop like what we did 12 hours after the announcement and go, guys, we've got this taken care of for you. Yeah. This is where we're transitioning to. Yeah. You know, so we're doing a lot of people 
potential meltdowns with people who wanted to work out and couldn't. Um, and we provided solutions for that. So I think, um, for me, the biggest thing for us has just been seeing a lot of people kind of ask, how do you go running it, running a business with three people? Like we don't really have a head. It's kind of like we all made decisions together. Um, there was a few, even in this side kind of scenarios, a few like, all right, it's two on one. It's what we're doing. Go with it sort of thing. Mm. Um, but seeing in a situation like this, like a crisis style situation, (laughs) my my dogs are punching on right now. (laughs) Um, just the different roles. Like I, I straight away just went to all the public stuff and was just like, let's put out as much as we can around keeping everyone afloat. Dad just went down the fucking rabbit hole of everything on every government Centrelink yeah, ATO compliance. fucking website you could yeah. find. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you, you were basically just training people and now it's like, all right, now we need this content. We need this to happen. Jace, can you get that done? It's like, yep, sweet. And it's just like the dynamic that happens within that. I think if you're a sole trader, just trying to find a community of people that can help you like that, um, whether it is a, a good Facebook group or it's other people in your gym or whatever, um, friends, family, relatives that not just like uncle Bob who thinks he knows people yeah. that actually are, are well-versed in their spaces and being able to lean on them and bounce off them. has been so valuable. I think for us to have those three yeah, kind of pillars, a hundred percent, man, like everyone's kind of falling into their, their, I guess their roles um and their strengths probably more like their zone of genius and stuff that's what we call it it's like these are the things that we're supposed to do um within our uh obligations in the business what we're really good at yeah and we're kind of just we just have that synergy right now and you know there's going to be people out there that just run their own ship and they're going to you know potentially think oh you know maybe it's benefits beneficial to kind of bring people in or, or partner up or whatever but you can still you can still do all these things i guess on a it's just like maybe a smaller scale or it, you know, just takes a, a longer time frame or, or something yeah. along those lines. And the thing that we're probably seeing the most just in the, uh, the business space for coaches is it's probably getting a little bit overwhelmed with what needs to be done right now. And like, I think it's really important to maybe just have a conversation with someone who's, you know, got a, got an objective mind and a bit of experience in running a business and, be able to just brainstorm some things, put some things down on um, on a document or a whiteboard or something and go, right, these are, this is where we would start for you. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing that this week just with like the coaches that we've you know been interacting with the Academy and our own mentorship. Mm. Um, it's hard, It's easy to get your, to, to lose your focus right now because things yeah. are just so manic. Like even just chatting to people just feel the craziness right now. Mm. And it's like, it just kind of, you almost start absorbing some of it and then you go away and you're like, fuck, like I'm, I feel really distracted and I don't yeah. know where to do, where to put my energy. Yeah. So having someone just go, well, this is where yeah. you need to be right now is probably extremely valuable. And to kind of like layer on top of that, we got so much fucking time. My, my screen time, to be honest, I didn't actually do that much scrolling. It was just like talking to people and shit, but my screen time went up 70% last week. Oh, well, see, mine only went up 10. So I'm really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah. fuck on everything all the time, messaging people, finding out who's doing what, what's happening. Um, whereas this week I expect it to be down on a normal week. Cause it's just like, just get the fuck off that. Yeah. Like just exposing yourself to that all the time. It's just like, fuck, you know, just more. Yeah. yeah. I think my laptop time went up about 400% though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, just because I think it'll be a good segue in today's topic. So for those of you wondering what the fuck we're going to talk about, um, episodes called Strategies for Success. So we're going to kind of just go into how to, as much for clients and trainers, just structure your daily life to be um, positive in terms of outcomes in positive in terms of mental health, all that type of stuff as well. Um, so Jace, the first thing you, you kind of said today was like, I don't know how the fuck you do this, uh, this yeah. online coach life. Stay at home life. Yeah. What, what are we like? It's three o'clock on a Wednesday. Um, you've been 
not able to hang out with people for two days. Yeah. Um, I haven't been able to say hello to a hundred people in the gym yet. Yeah. So maybe I guess give a, a bit of a overview of how you're feeling, what you've been going through, I guess. If we, if yeah. Experiencing. I don't want to make it out like you fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I've got issues that I'm in, I'm in the corner. Yeah. Crying Cause you, yeah. around, but like what you've no, experienced over the last two and a half days. I guess like the biggest change that I've had um, to manage is the significant change in uh, my day-to-day practice. Like I had, I had one, one, one and a half days where I was at home, like, you know, but I could still go out and go to the gym. I still had like a bit of a routine. So that's been altered significantly just given that we can't really go anywhere right now. Um, so, but I've tried my best. So the first week was like that whole alarm phase where I was like, just trying to ma- you know, manage and think about what I'm going to do next. So my kind of day-to-day practice just went out the window. Uh, but then it got to Thursday and I was wondering why I was just a complete mess, um, you know, emotionally and physically. I was just like, fuck, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm a little bit down. Like what, what the fuck's going on? So I was like, well, I need to start taking control of what I can um, and let go of what I can't. And yeah. the, the first thing that I, that I thought about was like, well, I need to get back to some form of daily practice that was similar to what I had before. So that's the thing that I've tried to implement the most. It's like, I, I usually work out either first thing in the morning or mid morning. Yeah. So I've taken those as a choice. I'm like, right. Well, if I want to train first thing in the morning, I'm going to, if I'm going to train mid morning, I'll do that as well. However, I get up at the same time every day. Mm -hmm. So, that was the first thing I think even reverse engineering the whole thing. It was like the me going to bed and waking up was the first thing that I tried to set. Cause then when I'm awake, I can start setting what I'm supposed to do when I'm awake. Um, so I think that that was quite important. And then, yeah, now it's just like getting past that phase of like things have changed significantly. And I guess like, you know, we just get used to things. Yeah. So now life's shit, but we're used to it. Yeah. You know, it's like, not any better than it was last week. It's just, yeah, we've like just that. gotten used to it being shit. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so I think that's where probably a lot of people are. They're probably nodding their heads right now. It's like um, getting used to how things are most likely going to be for a little bit. So, yeah, that's probably been the hardest uh, or the best way to manage it. But then after that, it's like um, the message that I've tried to send to everyone is like we need to continue to think about the, the, main, the main action points that are important to us right now. You know, and they can change week to week. It's like, what are the things that you need to do that are going to help with the things you're struggling with? So, because there's people that are missing workouts. Um, there's people that aren't sticking to their nutrition. There's people that are just working all day and, you know, getting distracted. And they're like, oh, I've done a 14 hour day today. Mm. And it's like, well, if you, or, or you get out of bed and then you sit on your, your desk and you're at your computer, it's easy as to do a 14 hour day. Yeah. So they're not looking after themselves. They're not structuring breaks. They're not having downtime. They're not all of these things we took for granted aren't being done anymore. Yeah. So we need to start to think about ways to bring those back in. And that's been the biggest message for the week for me. Like I think I, every single check-in if someone who's not an essential worker right now, um, or, and, and if all those other people that are working from home, mm. I'm like, you need to do this. Yeah. Like you have to, or, someone's attitude towards their training has dropped because the gym isn't there. I'm like, yeah. you need to you need first, you need to check yourself. Mm. Um, and you need to actually understand that this is how it's going to be for a long time. Yeah. And you need to get over that. Yeah. And then you need to start to think about creating a good environment and getting yourself into the mindset to start working out. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's interesting. Like you said, like how did you do this? Cause honestly, other than driving to the gym and like going out to eat on the weekends, <laughs> yeah. like not much has really changed for me. Hey, it's just like the same last week was obviously fucking hectic, but yeah. this week sort of back to normal um, in terms of daily structure. Last week was the same daily structure wise. It was just on the computer for longer because um, yeah. we have more shit to do, but yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of, so the lessons I've learned, it's almost, uh, so it's been 10 months since I left the gym and it's like learning these things have been 
really, really important. And I was, I had to learn them real quick because I actually left the gym and then went on a working holiday to the Gold Coast. Um, Amy was there for three days and then went home and I was there for another four weeks. You guys came up for a bit. Yeah. But like at the, at least, I think I was alone at least for two and a half weeks um, initially. And it was like birth of fire. Like if you don't get up and go for that walk and get that coffee, you're going to feel like shit for the day. If you don't do start that work before 12 o'clock, you're going to start it at four o'clock and then not want to stop until nine. And it's just like your days are just going to cycle and spiral and you'll never leave the house, et cetera, et cetera. You don't feel that sense of accomplishment because you haven't really put in what you wanted to. You've got that thing hanging over your head all the time. It's like, fuck, okay, I need to, to get this shit going real quick. Um, and it was, yeah, those fundamentals, like getting to bed on time, getting up at a similar time every day. Um, training was easy because it was like I had to be at the gym when Will was there. So do that. Um, so those things weren't too bad. And, and I think it's interesting how much for me, training is the thing that everything pivots around. So, and I think a lot of people, are, from a training standpoint, because they have to train at home and there's, they're not going to the gym, they're treating it differently. Yeah. So it's not on the way home from work. I go to the gym and it, whether you you take your phone out with you or you whatever while you're training you're training you might scroll instagram and your rest breaks and stuff but you're focused on what you're doing i think a lot of people are just kind of like oh, i get to train in my pjs which is really cool but it's, part of me is almost like go and put your active wear on go and dress right. like you're going to the gym you have yeah you have to time your meals properly get your shit ready you don't have to wear shoes jason it's fine um, yeah, you I don't can, think I'm ever going to wear shoes again to train. <laughs> you can enjoy those little perks and like if training in your PJs works for you, sure. But I just feel like putting in those structures and, and whatever statement it is you need to make to yourself that this is important, then you need to make. Um, so I've got a couple of people that I'm like, you need to go do this on an oval, hmm. not, in your house because like when you're in your house it's you're stuck in there all fucking day yeah so i actually um set up my desk in the spare room and i, I sent you the message with the joke like i've always wanted to work in a gym um but i part of me was kind of like i'm actually not going to set up in there because i'm in that same room all fucking day whereas now it's like wear whatever while i work go and change Still, even though I'm at my house, go and change, go walk into the gym, wear my stupid socks and train. Um, yeah. Catch to that is the place that lent me the plates is brand new. They opened two weeks ago. So the, the urethane still leaking out of the plastic. Yes. So it's probably a good idea. I don't work in there all day anyway. <laughs> yeah. My garage smells like rubber and plastic right now. Yeah. It's the same thing. There's a sliding door in there, thankfully. So that's just open all day. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, there's tremendous value in just the things that you do before you're going to do the task. Yeah. Like that, just those routines that we're, we're not even probably aware of, like the drive to the gym, um, the putting on of the headphones, yeah. the, the looking of the program, you know, the changing. Warm-ups. How many people yeah. do you think are skipping warm-ups right now? Warm-ups, just all of those little things that we're taking for granted right now. Yeah where are the things that get us into the, the mindset to train. And we just have to take the environment that we have right now and try and replicate as many things as we can. And just within this new space. Yeah. So create a space for you to train, go outside. Like Ben said, give it, maybe move some stuff around and open some areas up for you. If you've got some a place that's a little bit cluttered, mm. declutter that space if you can. And that's your workout space. So when you go over there, it's just for that. Like if, if you can do that, that is valuable. Put your workout gear on. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to music at all now until I go in the garage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, music's on, sweet, it's time to train. I yeah. play whatever music I like now, which is fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the playlist changes as, as much as people don't believe that because all my uh, workout videos right now are just like dance music. But um, it's just, yeah, like, and I'm enjoying my training because it's yeah. like I'm, crea I'm still creating those 
those routines for myself within my own home. Mm. Um, and I think that everyone else needs to, to do that. Yeah. It's, it's just a respect thing, right? Just to res- And I think that carries over across the board to a lot of people. And that the main message that I'm trying to push on social media right now is like, show some respect to your at home training. Mm-hmm. Like just because you're not in the gym and you're a powerlifter bro and you, your sport use requires a barbell doesn't mean you can't get better. Mm. Um, so it's, it's the mindset around like, why the fuck are you doing a body weight circuit with burpees in it with shit burpees that aren't even in a good position cause not braced. You're not creating power or strength or positioning. You're just making yourself tired. Like, why are you doing that? Are you now not a powerlifter? Like you're now not going to compete for a year. Like, well, I, I just respecting the process of it, the space, the work itself, the warm ups, the cool downs, the nutrition, all of those things as much as you would in the gym, and you'll get reward for effort. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people probably having their identity challenge right now. Um, and I know, like, uh, we, uh, we've spoken about it and I felt significantly like that because I can't train people one on one and I've done that yep. for 10 years. So I'm like, yeah, well, who the fuck am I um, yeah. right now? And it's like, as much as I've made a transition to being a mentor and an educator and this hybrid online face to face coach, like, my heart has always been in the gym, walking the floor, looking at movement, conversing with people, solving problems on the spot, yeah. um, and being a, a motivator. Um, to someone there and then and I guess like someone to confide in and that all got taken away from me yeah. and I know there's a lot of people that are probably like well what I did was around the squat bench and deadlift or you know being able to do certain activities and now that they're taken they're just like well everything else isn't worth it yeah and yeah they just need I guess like a little bit of perspective like I've had to develop over the last week um, and I'm very fortunate that I've got yourself and I've got some really awesome clients as well who have great conversations Yeah, and I've been able to, you know, manage those things for me and I'm here I am, mm. you know, dealing with it and, and moving forward and I'm yeah. still working out and that could be very different, you know, yeah. irrespective of this home gym I've got, I would still train even if I had nothing. Yeah. Um, it's the workouts I've put, we've put together for people. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I did my stadium. first one on Saturday night. I was like, and I even posted like, I've accepted the fact that there is no equipment. I can't get any (laughs) and I'm just going to do this at home program. And it was fun. Afterwards, I felt heaps fucking better. Um, Doing bent over barbell rows with a band. Fuck me. Did I have Mm. a pump? I haven't had a back pump like that for as long as I can remember. That row with the broomstick Mm. um, or the barbell, like it's a fantastic idea, man. Yeah. There's so many different ways to train right Um, now. So yeah, it turned out that I got equipment the next day, but I, the decision was already made. Like um, I spoke to Amy and I was like, all right, well, let's, let's both diet. Let's the, the easiest goal to achieve right now is probably fat loss. So let's just 100%. do that. Um, so let's commit to it. We did measurements, went the whole yard, which we haven't done in a long time. I haven't measured myself in fuck 12 months. Um, yeah. Cause I just haven't cared. So yeah, just to be able to, to still commit to a goal and revisit all right, what, what the fuck am I doing? And let's do it with a purpose. So um, because hashtag 1 million outcomes by 2030. Yep. COVID-19 does not change that target. May change the method, but it does not change the outcome. As per my post last night. Mm -hmm. Um, Some daily structures. I think we've listed a couple anyway, but we may as well reiterate them. What are the main ones you have each day? Uh, So it's like structured work time structured training time making sure i go for a walk and spend some time outside um and then some time to spend with uh my wife and my dogs um irrespective of where they come on the walk um and then even just uh that alternates with time by myself because i i like to be by myself sometimes and so does my partner and right now that's probably getting pushed uh, <laughs> both ends of the spectrum though, because we're getting yeah. a little bit sick of being on our own. And then obviously you yeah. can't spend, you know, every minute together. Yeah. So they're the things that, yeah, like are the, 
are being structured into the day, I guess switching off from work's the biggest challenge mm. right now. Yeah. Uh, but they're the major ones for myself because they're the, I um, structure meal time. Yeah. It's easy to just get on here and eat whenever. Mm. I've just got to be a bit more conscious of that. So that's yeah. part, part of my action points right now. Definitely a culprit of the, oh, fuck, six o'clock. I've only had one meal today. Mm. <laughs> Particularly last week. This week's been better, but um, yeah, mine's actually pretty similar. It's, it, it's very habitual now. It's like um, Amy leaves for work pretty early. So I get up when she leaves, have breakfast, go to the local cafe, buy coffee, come back. All right. Attack the day. What are the, for me, it's a high, it's a priority to do list. Um, I, I've tried and I still encourage a lot of people sometimes to do like write out a full timetable, block out stuff, block out when you're going to do that specific thing. And it, it gets really, really great results for a lot of people. Um, I found personally, it fucked me up a little bit because things were too variable. So for example, this morning I've spent, um, what was planned on being a 20 minute phone call to the ATO turned into an hour, which then pushed another call back. And then this call was pulled back. And then it was just like, fuck, if I, if I had sat down at the start of the day and wrote out my timetable right now, I'd feel like shit's all over the place. But instead yeah. it was like, okay, today I have to call the ATO, do a coaching call with a client, do a podcast with Jason, do a podcast with dad. Um, then I'll potter around home. Amy will get home, we'll train and then eat and chill for the rest of the day. So it's like, if I tick off all of those boxes by the end of the day, I'm really happy. And then if anything else kind of pops up, it's like I can either, I look at those to-do lists that are left for that day. And it's like, can I achieve that right now? Yes or no? No, it goes to tomorrow. Yes, I just do it. Um, and that's just a structure that works for me. But it's a great idea. I have seen that the, the very structured version work for people as well. Um, I think the biggest part of both of those approaches is being able to look back at something for your day and give yourself a, even if it's just a perceptual reward, I don't mean go eat some fucking cake, but just like, I did good, I got that thing done. Yeah, there has to be some form of reinforcement of the behavior. So we need to find ways to do that. And, you know, like we, I've talked about it so much over the last six months. It's just those small things that reinforce those behaviors. It's like, um, you know, we've put together this habit checklist for our guys and it's just, Monday or Sunday to Saturday top five action points for the day, tick them off over the week. And it's like just the, the power of signing those off, ticking those off is ridiculous in reinforcing that behavior. Cause we want to do it. We want to reinforce that, but like we want to tick those boxes. And if it's not ticked, it's like you're a wake up call for you to go, okay, you'll find the solution of how to do it you'll identify that that didn't get done, you know, and you'll, you'll most likely do it next. Um, and that's where your focus shifts if it is for the next 24 hours or whatever. So such a powerful thing. And I don't think that people take things like that serious enough. And yeah. right now when we have no other person to control our routine, which we've had since we were born, someone else, influencing our routine and now that we're adults and we don't have that it's like that's things like this are going to help you take control back yeah that control is a huge thing right now too because it's like we feel like so much stuff is out of our control it's like there's no meeting yeah. you want it there's no toilet paper when you want it it's like you can't go hang out with your mates you can't go to the gym it's like all this shit is like outside of your control it's like okay what are the things that you can create yourself and control yeah and even like we've we've taken control of our social interaction and you know we've, we're jumping on a call tonight all the boys yeah um yeah they're gonna have a, a couple of beers i'll i'll sit on a glass of red you know because it's just me <laughs> um and you know we're taking control of that but that's yeah. scheduled in and that's something that you know we, we value and it's still something that we used to do so we need to just find a way to do that now 
Yeah, um, it's funny. Amy kind of mentioned it a couple of times before we did it, and I was a bit hesitant on it. Um, just kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, I'd just rather sit down and watch TV at that time of night. Like, go away. Um, but we did, yeah, we did a dinner last night, night before, night before. And it was like, it ended up being like two and a half hours just talking shit with friends. Yeah. Like, and then afterwards, like, fuck, yeah. I needed that. Uh, hey, Jaws, has found, Jaws has found the, the window. <laughs> Got a new nickname every week. Jaws, I like that. Jaws, I, um, yeah, because I fucking him. was dying laughing when he stole your placemat. Oh, that's oh. a thing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so we like placemats because sometimes there's remnants of food on them. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he was just so nonchalant about it though. It wasn't like take it and run. It was just like, yep, I've got this thing. I know you can see me. I don't really care. Are you going to take it off me? I don't really want you to take it off me. All right, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my life at the moment. Yeah. This and managing two dogs. Yeah. Um, all right. So, are you a, a KPIs type person? Like, you create KPIs for yourself for your clients? Mm. Yeah, I think KPIs are quite valuable. Like, we're, they're part of my check-in. Um, so I get the guys to, you know, rate on a scale. Um, some you know subjective. Markers that I find are important, um, important to engage in conversation, um, important to think about interpreting results. So I think they're a great thing and, you know, they're color coded as well. So yep. they reinforce whether things need um, looking at and we need to address them or they reinforce that we're owning them as well. Yep. And something simple as like a color scheme uh, from one to 10. Is, is is does does that and it that that again still reinforces rewards by you know the colors and, and all those things so i'm all yeah. about them i i my cape the kpis are different for me than i for my clients um but i still use some form of kpi yeah yeah i've um it's interesting like my ch- whole check-in essentially is a kpi but i obviously with a so much going on and even kind of before this I had a few clients that was just like doing everything was too much um which is fair like there's there's quite a lot of detail and shit that goes into it um so those conversations just like okay so what can you do give me three things that you can definitely do this week they are are our measurables i don't want you to think about everything else as being a failure just if nail those three things if you do them great then awesome. We can maybe add a fourth one next week. Um, and looking at things that way in a situation like this is kind of great. Like even, even just like food variety. So people like looking at their check-in and so I have that you have to enter your average macros for the week, but you also have to assign a nutrient quality score out of 10. Um, and one of my girls in particular was just like, Oh, I'm eating like an asshole, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, your averages are pretty much perfect. You're getting enough fiber in. Um, but obviously you're just like overeating at night and then trying to catch up every day. And it's just a cycle. I'm like, why don't you just write a meal plan that has chocolate in it? Yeah. So you can eat it every day and you don't feel guilty about it. And you still hit everything else that you need to. And you don't have to feel like you failed because it was the plan all along. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. So I think it's just adapting to these situations. And I think we spoke earlier about like some people are really thriving in this environment. Some aren't, I think yeah. the people that are principle focused are all still doing pretty good. The people yeah, who no. are method focused, uh, they're struggling. Yes. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. I think it's important just to find out where people are sitting right now just with what they're capable of like bandwidth is being really tested right now some people have lots of it some people don't yeah um and it's just finding you know those metrics that you know that person's willing to commit to or you know just working on certain things that they can right now or that they need to and and then just evolving them week to week it's going to change like i said our our perception the way life is 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 changing every week now Mm -hmm. um providing things don't get too drastically different from here uh which can't see them really doing like it's pretty um we're pretty locked up already yeah so um yeah it's just a dynamic thing that needs to happen from person from person or client to coach um right now that 
next week could be totally different. Yeah, and to yourself as well, I think. Like, yeah, agree. Just having those conversations with with yourself about where you currently are. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. So, do you practice grateful logs or anything like that? No, I don't. No, not at the moment. And it's not. It's not that I don't see any value in them at all, because um, they're. I do. Um, it's probably I forget to be fair. Um, it, yeah, like sometimes I'll sit down and if I've had a rough day, I'll just kind of go over that stuff in my head. Yeah. And I'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll jump in my bed and you know, Mav and Cleo are there, and I'm like, oh, this is this makes me happy, mm. and I'm I'm thankful for this, and I'm thankful for the house, and. I'm yep. grateful that I've got Steph and I'm grateful that we're in a a decent position in this current climate, for example, um, yep. just given the lessons that I've taken from my parents and other people around me or the way I should have managed my life. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't sit there habitually and journal them. Yeah. And I, I probably think should maybe. It's interesting. Cause it's like, I'm and my clients are going to kill me, but I'm the same but I prescribe them. If you are walking around and I get feedback that it's like, you start to sense that level of anxiety and overwhelm and stuff. And it's like, okay, you need to, the starting point for me is like at the top end. So if you are experiencing lots of anxiety, lots of stress, overwhelm, all of that, it's like three times a day, I want you to stop physically write down, do the four, two, four breathing. So four second inhale, two second hold, four second exhale. Do that four times and then I want you to write down three things you're grateful for. Just because the ability to shift in how you're feeling just by doing that is, it's crazy. If you can do that three times a day, you'll, you'll notice a uh, measurable or subjectively measurable difference in your state of mind. Um, then once you get in the habit of doing that, you become more conscious and present of it anyway. So you start to think slightly differently. So instead of there's that meme going around at home, like I have to stay in home versus I'm safe at home. It's like, that's your mindset starts to shift to different things like that. It's like my, my thing at the moment is like, and I'm not trying to discredit the severity of what's going on, but it's like, fuck man, we had a, the great depression in, I think it was the twenties, 29, maybe 1929. It was like, 35 up to 31 percent unemployment rate in australia it's like imagine what that would do to us right now and that's things like you can't turn your fucking fridge on because you can't afford the power bill um and I kind of, amy and i kind of had a bit of a laugh it was like we went on this big exploratory mission to fucking i think we did 200 k's around melbourne um and spent an eight hour effort to like put together a barbell and some plates and some mats in my spare room. And I was like, fucking look at us go. Like in that depression, it was like, you did that for a fucking rabbit. Mm. Like <laughs> yeah. I got to go home and like pull some food out of my fridge and eat. So it's, that's kind of been my mindset through this whole thing. And I think that's from practicing that grateful log thing at, at first physically. And then over time, um, just, subconsciously or, or consciously in my mind, just making note of things often when I do feel overwhelmed to just do that breathing and mm. like, yeah, well, there's a lot of good shit going on right now as well. Yeah. I think it works probably on a, on a spectrum as well. Like if you're one of those people that loses sight of those things a lot and you are, you know, heavily distracted and anxious and, and stressed, then being a bit more present and rigid with that practice is probably needed. Yep. And then, but if you're one of those people that, you know, knows that, I guess, things are not as bad as they have been. And like, I, I get that sometimes that's not a good coping mechanism either. Cause I've experienced that in the last week. It's like, I don't care if everyone's in this situation. You know, yeah. It's just like, you know, that doesn't yeah. make some, some people feel better. My situation you know? still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't care if 7 billion other people also feel like this, this feels shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I went through that stage. I was like, well, I can't go to the fucking gym. I don't care if no one else can, can't go. Oh, I can't. And that's, you know, that means something to me anyway, but I've always had that, you know, mindset where it's just like, yeah, we do have a great 
life and things are obviously a lot worse and have been and we've survived and I guess you and I going through the journey that we have in business is like we probably wouldn't be here if we weren't in a position to be able to kind of take a step back and get perspective and do these practices even in our head on the fly because uh, we wouldn't survive yeah like because it's been stressful as fuck and it has and it hasn't been easy but it's fulfilling and we have a mission and here we are yeah so i think that it's still quite valuable so for those people that are just like oh it's just ben and jason doing as they say and not as they do kind of thing <laughs> um we still do it it's just not yeah we even do it verbally in our chats too like um at least we did this and this has paid off now and and this is yeah. really well and um yeah like the, the opening of this episode was like how well we all fell into our roles and how grateful we were to have each other and stuff like that like we we use that dialogue all the time and the more i think you can introduce that to your own stuff the better yeah i agree um so i think the next one's probably accountability because as much as we talk about all this stuff and hopefully Jason and I are such great motivational speakers that you're all fucking G'd up right now. And you're going to go do your timetable and get your KPIs ready and buy a new journal from typo. If they're still open and start taking you, you're doing your grateful log. You set your oh, alarms yeah. for bedtime and wake time. Probably don't talk with enough uh, enthusiasm, right? Yeah. Now need the Jocko, Jocko Willick voice. Either that or you need to start like screaming at people. It's not yeah. my thing. You know, David, you know David, how I feel. Goggins. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> have you read the have you read David Goggins yet or heard it? No, nah, bro. No. Nah. Is there anyone out there that like likes it? I'm sorry, but fuck. It's like a book from a guy that needs therapy giving you therapy. It's the most strange situation I've ever put myself in for an hour and a half on an audio book. It was just like, right. nah, nah, dude, like you, that's that's not nah. <laughs> that's not yeah. a coping mechanism. Running into right. your feet bleed is not tough. Like that's you're doing stupid shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you need help. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so hopefully we're motivating enough that you're currently motivated, but is that good old fashioned saying you've got a motivations like bathing, you've got to do it every day and you don't want to listen to this podcast every day. Um, so a good way to, I guess, counteract that is have some kind of accountability. So whether that's to, if it's for training and nutrition, it could be to a coach, um, could be to someone else that you're doing it with. Um, like Amy and I have given ourselves some accountability, um, more so that Amy's accountable to me in terms of dieting um, for this little block. But like you said, we have our, our directors meeting once a week that we're all accountable to each other. We then have a brains trust meeting every week that we're accountable to each other. We then have our mentorship We've got to be accountable to those guys and they've got to be accountable to us. Um, and then the same for the coaches Academy as well. We do a lot of accountability shit every single week. And it, it mm. might sound like spending four hours a week on accountability um, is a waste of time, but I can tell you that the other, however many number of hours, if you could do the quick math for the rest of the week, are way more productive having that accountability in place. Yeah. Um, yes powerful about just having someone to report back to on like just what you were supposed to do that week and the things that you were supposed to commit to. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, being, being able to review them the next week and just talk about whether they were, whether you did them or not. Yeah. It, it forces you to front up to them sometimes too. It does. Like I know it's a, a lot of lesson too. Uh, I think like being able to just be like, didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, and then they say, how come? And you just say, cause I just couldn't be fucked. Yeah. You know, and like everyone's, everyone's done it. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. Yeah. Like everyone's, yeah, it's just like, I just can get it done. And it's like, okay, so that fucking wasn't nice feeling for me Yeah, to go and say that. And it's like the person on the other end's not going to barrage you with, you know, abuse and stuff. It's like yeah. they're, if, or they're not a mentor if, and you shouldn't be accountable to them. If, if they do find someone else for your accountability. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just, it's just like, well, how do you feel about that? And then that's it. Like they go, yeah. oh, I feel shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so then the next time they usually do it. And that's, that's what it's, that's so powerful. I think. Yeah. 100%. 
Um, and then I think the last last point we've kind of, because we had such a huge debrief meeting before this, <laughs> um, is just a community as well. Just putting yourself in a community of like-minded people with similar outcomes, even if they're very different to you, as long as they're on a path in some way, shape or form that's similar. Yeah. Um, I had to laugh that our What Music Are You Listening To thread yesterday started with Rise Against then featured the steps. I was like, fuck, could you get any further <laughs> in, in polar opposites there? But yeah, I think that's a very, particularly as a time right now, and you're talking about like your social community and being able to hopefully um, get on and have a chat about individuals and something other than like the virus and the doom and gloom and stuff and just like have a laugh and yeah hang around with your friends and then it's the same thing with like training and nutrition and we do the, do the same thing with business and we do we have our like a, a messenger chat that's called nerds because we just post nerdy shit about training all the time or rag on each other um, so it's just like yeah identify what communities you want to lean into and what communities are probably a good thing for you to lean away from right now? Yeah, I think now more than ever is that time. And we, at some point, we've probably talked about everything. Yeah. <laughs> but we spoke about this too. And it's just like a potentially identifying a community that sits well with your values in the current situation, just doing your best to reach out to them, align yourself with them, get amongst them, connect with them in any way, shape, or form right now mm-hmm. is going to be super valuable. And if you're a coach, there is a, a need for your current clients and your 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 future ones um, who want this as well. Mm. So you need to go and create it because people thrive in that situation. So if you're not doing it, you're missing out right now. Yeah. And so are your clients. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think, yeah, I think that's something that we do pretty well is that kind of community element. It's potentially why... I hope part of why we actually did pretty well and our clients have kind of stayed and we're super thankful for that. Um, how many people have actually stayed because we have clients, not customers. They are part of our community. They are part of what we do and our, our vision and mission, not just show up for a program and go home. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, we're here for, we're here for them, man. It's yeah, that's right. This. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shameless plug then off the back of the community spiel. Um, personal trainers get into Just Get Good on Facebook. Just Get Good dash personal trainers at last. You'll be able to find it. Um, if you look like you're a real person, I will approve you into the group. <laughs> Lots, <laughs> so of fake, Lots of fake accounts. Yeah, or you so open many. them up and it's just like, hey, buy my business coaching, but I've never trained anyone. Bye. I was just, I was just about to say that too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, insert sleazy business coach no, yeah no, not gonna happen so make 100k online because i never could yeah yeah thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um to follow us for more in-depth rants like that um at ben scott sc for me at jason galea underscore pc for jason yeah. um at stc fit underscore learning for coaching and in-depth stuff at stc fit for online and now virtual face-to-face personal training, mm-hmm. um, which is a new thing that we're actually getting heaps of really positive feedback from. Yeah, the Trainers are enjoying yeah. it. The clients are enjoying it. Um, again, it's that accountability, it's community all kind of rolled into one, um, giving people, yeah, a bit of, I guess something at least to look forward to within the day when they're locked at home and get someone to chat to, which is nice. Yeah, great response so far. Yeah, and that, like it ties into the at-home programs and all of that. Have been, um, we've had really good response to those as well as being really good. So that's that's great. Um, as of about, I don't even know, an hour or so ago, um, we are going into two hours now. Yeah, we're going into pre-sale mode for the next STC Fit Learning Coaches Academy. Um, so that's the twelve-week program. 12 month access to the content, 12 weeks of phone calls with Jason and myself. Um, If you got knocked around a little bit by this, or you're just looking to come out on top at the other side of 
all of this, now's the time to respond. Um, mm. We have all the business units. The guys have been getting everything that we've done, every step that we've taken, the guys have gotten as soon as we've done it. It gets posted yeah. to our team and gets posted to them straight away to implement on their own yeah. businesses. Um, and no surprise, all of them have done really well. Yeah, yeah, they've responded very well. Yeah, so pre-sale just means shoot us a DM, get yourself on the waiting list, and we will keep you a spot. Um, and then when tickets officially go on sale, we'll only have a certain amount left and a certain time to get rid of those before we launch. So um, at this stage, it'll launch on the 20th, and you've got until the 7th to get in on the pre-sale to make sure you've secured a spot. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and yeah, you can contact via at STC fit if you're interested in the um, virtual coaching at all as well. Otherwise go and buy your books and write some timetables, do some grateful logs, sleep. Yeah. Down. If anyone needs a resource for a habit tracker, reach out cause we've got them as well. Yep. So yeah. Committed to creating some positive outcomes for people. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Bye.